Hello, everyone. <laughs> Sorry if you see me laughing, I'm used to smile. <laughs> so my name is James Mwizera. Um, I moved from um, Rwanda. I moved to the United States of America from Rwanda, a very small country in East Africa. And I moved uh, by the end of uh, 2011 and got hired as a custodian here at the University Hospital by the beginning of 2012. Since then, up to now, I'm still employed within the same environmental services department, but now as a supervisor. Thank you, thank you so much for this great opportunity to be here today in order uh, to help you stepping into the shoes of custodians and the whole EVS team. This will be to help you learning a little bit about what keeps us stay resilient and persevere through our demanding work. We are talking about resilience today because we, as human beings, we as healthcare workers, we as custodians, in that ambiguous situation of COVID-19, face fear, we face stress, we face challenges, hardship, crisis, and so on. As healthcare workers, the only option we have is to overcome and quickly adapt to the current situation. First of all, I would like to ask every one of you to put yourself in a position of a custodian. A custodian who is assigned to empty and transport tons of soiled linen, infectious and irregular waste. I know it may not be easy. I guess you don't have, many of you don't have experience with hospital cleaning. <laughs> but try to put yourself in a position of a custodian who is assigned to clean a precautionary room. Let's say, for example, a COVID-positive room with the precautions such as droplet, airborne, and contact. Let's go back and think about custodians and what they do, what they do every day. These are employees who come to work every day with the same routine. Moving, lifting, heavy things, and using every part of their bodies to accomplish their duties. Most of the time, the task they perform to provide a clean and safe environment, they have to do those tasks, the same task, repetitively in a single day. Obviously, there is a secret that can prove you why there are so many custodians and EVS staff who have been doing this job for so many years. So I'm gonna share that secret with you so it's not gonna be a secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been working at the university hospital for 10 years and 42 days. And I've seen many custodians and EVS staff 
who have been working there longer than I. I've seen many who were able to get their retirements after working there for more than 20 years. If we ask everyone here about resilience, everybody can talk about the balance of resilience differently. But as an EVS employee, let me tell you where our resilience come, comes from. Like anyone else, there are two interactions that happens in our daily routine between two sides, the negative experiences that we face every day and positive outcomes. It's a kind of fight between these two and only one needs to win. When our brain only focuses and thinks about all the negative experiences that we face every day, our resilience scale looks terrible. That's when we only think, think and focuses on something like, this is an entry level job, a custodial job. Um, it doesn't pay big money compared to some other uh, positions. You have to deal with precaution complexities, such as dealing with a COVID positive room, cleaning a COVID positive room, or cleaning any other room with, uh, which has different kind of infectious diseases. And then uh, that's when you think about some other family problems and so on. But as custodians and health and uh, uh, EVS staff, this undesirable character of someone who is a loser, a loser, a fixed, um, a fixed mindset person and uh, a discouraged person doesn't define who truly we are. We are better than this. Just think about that COVID, dirty, that dirty COVID positive room that I was talking about. See how it looks, very messy, dirty, infected. And think about how it looks after the whole process that we go through to clean, disinfect, and make it ready for the next new patient admit without any cross-contamination. Think about patient feedback who can appreciate our effort and recognize the environment as clean, safe, and comfortable for them. Think about feedback of our colleagues, clinical staff, who can offer encouragement to us and appreciate the health environment that we provide. To be honest with you, there is one thing that we balance our resilience scale. When seeing our patients and business partners happy, being happy, that's the number one that will balance our resilience scale. Then when we think about some other positive outcomes, such as the salary 
that was not even stopped during that crazy time of COVID-19 when many of other companies were closed. Uh, the great working environment and healthy working environment with leaders who care. When we consider all of this, it shows like our balance became like uh, the negative experience so light and meaningless. Knowing that we contribute to the good patient outcome, that itself makes us makes a sense of pride in the work that we do. So I want to, today is a day to share a story. And I would like to share today two stories while I'm about to conclude. So when we are talking about leaders who care, it doesn't mean leaders who are always thinking and focusing on the salary increase of the employees or any other monetary recognition. Don't get me wrong. That's also very important. <laughs> <laughs> so, but leaders who are taking time, who are investing their effort in mental health of the employees, leaders who are taking time to listen to the employees, and leaders who are proactive are always the best. These leaders don't only help employees to be happy, engaged, productive, but they also help employees to be more resilient. Between two to three years ago, so before COVID, our leaders started what they called value culture huddles. We usually call them rocks on the shoe sessions, where employees um, can help to identify those small problems that can add up to be a stressful environment. Employees also can participate to remove those rocks on their shoes so that they can work in a very good environment. Our leaders were able to discover a very important thing that employees want to be heard. It started with leaders and now it's at the custodial level. In my team, <coughs> sorry, we are counting about 35 problems that were identified from the, from the employees. No, a single problem is to be ignored. So we work together to remove those rocks on their shoes. As a result of this, we recently participated in our quarterly um, world check survey. My team had a participation rate of 79%. And we scored higher than 2021, than 2020 in all categories. It's great to have leaders who have vision. This happened before COVID. It was much easier to keep our staff more resilient. 
illustrate between four to five years ago, I don't remember the date. <laughs> so we had a big incident where um, uh, patients from the emergency room had to be evacuated from emergency room to different inpatient units. And some patients were in the hallways. The main steam line in front of the hospital had burst. So when the incident was clear, we were asked to make sure that emergency room is cleaned within 45 minutes, just in that range. <laughs> it was tough, but we got help. You know, we have a very good communication. We had help from all environmental services teams to come and help. I'm telling you the truth. Within that, during that time, like at the end, 45 minutes, the whole emergency room was cleaned, disinfected, and ready for, the, for patients. So I don't think you can imagine how happy we were celebrating <laughs> with a big smile on our faces. So what that shows you, our happiness comes mainly from the care that we give. That's the number one that will keep us coming to work every day. We know money is very important in life, but with what we do every day, it's more about passion than anything else. It seems to us that we are fighting a good fight and we are celebrating and finishing our races every single day. Thank you so much.